This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Hi. Hi, Jessica. So I'm a wife of a Calgary officer, and I just want to put out there to hear another side of the story. Okay, what yeah. What we don't hear publicly from the media and stuff like that is that down in the U.S., when these shoots are being questioned, good shoots are being questioned, I'm fine with questioning bad shoots, that officers are starting to second-guess the U.S. using lethal force. And in return, they're being hurt, assaulted, or anything like that. And the one thing that no one's talking about is that in the Marlboro shooting, I wish they would release the video of that Marlboro shooting. Because if people saw what that person had done, if that person had been two inches higher, that officer would have been decapitated. When people went up and walked to one of the other shootings, they weren't walking up because they knew the guy was going to try and run him over with a his car they walked up to talk to him because they're wondering what was going on these guys are walking up to innocent situations and lethal forces being done because of the actions of the people that they're dealing with not because these guys are trigger happy another thing is a woman with the two knives had she rammed the other direction instead of running toward the officer he wouldn't have, or she wouldn't have opened fire and brian pincott is saying that this is a training issue i don't know how you can train someone any better than we already have these officers for that Go ahead and question the bad shoots. But questioning the good shoots might put officers in a position that they don't use lethal force when they should. Okay. No, and I understand that, Jessica. I don't know that we're in a position at this point to say whether these are good or bad shoots. I think that's the role of ACERD to step in and investigate these, right? True, but ACERD so far has everyone that they have investigated so far this year has been found to be a good shoot. The only one that they questioned was the one that was in the hotel room. And the hotel room, ACER, which are officers, investigating officers, suggested that there should be charges. And it right. was the Crown, the lawyers, who said no, not the officers. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah, but that was one incident where the, that ACER felt as though the, the officer had acted illegally. Uh, I, I think my point was that the ones you're talking about, the most recent ones, we, we don't have uh, a finding yet from ACER. So I, I just wanted to caution that that hasn't been determined, that it was a... Uh, a good shoot or that the officer acted appropriately. Yeah, that's, they're still under investigation. True, but we're right now in the media putting these officers through public scrutiny and having people say, well, you should have just shot the knife out of his hand. You should have done this. Why couldn't you have been like England where you surround them with um, riot gear and try and de-escalate the situation? How do you de-escalate someone who is on PCP, hasn't slept in 48 days, and they're running toward you with two knives. How do you de-escalate that? Well, again, look, I mean, if that's what happened, uh, then understandably an officer would would act in self-defense. I I don't know that anybody's questioning that if that's what happened. And I don't know that we know that that's what happened yet or that we can say that with with certainty or as a fact. I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm just saying hypothetically, how would you de-escalate that? Okay, well... In that situation, I don't know that you would. If, if it's uh, another hypothetical situation where someone is standing with two knives, like Sammy Yatim on the bus in Toronto, and is not running at the police officer, or is oblivious to the police officer, then maybe there are different ways to address it. But if someone's charging at a police officer and is refusing orders to stop and is armed with a deadly weapon, well, that's why we give them guns, I would agree. Or if he's charging at them with a car, trying to run them over in between a building yeah. so that they can crush them into the building and they have to jump behind the building. Right. Yeah, I would. I, 
Yeah, I, I don't object to that, Jessica. I, I think we're on the same page on that. Well, we're talking about this constantly, and I fear that officers are going to start questioning lethal force because of media scrutiny. And as an officer's wife, that scares me. All right, Jessica, I understand that. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, again, but I mean, going back to, to Chris Baker's point, or Chris Butler's point, rather, that we have civilian oversight and that citizens, elected officials, have the right to raise these issues. And if Calgary's seeing far more of these than other cities, seems reasonable to ask, well, why is that happening? Is there something unique happening in Calgary with regards to drug use or crime? Is there something unique happening in Calgary regarding to how police are responding to incidents? Let's try to understand this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.